Welcome to episode 33 of the FPL Draft Hub podcast. Today we're looking ahead to game week 9. Welcome back to the FPL Draft Hub podcast, the podcast dedicated to the official FPL Draft game. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another roundup of waiver options, hidden gems and some ones to dump ahead of game week 9. We are coming in at the close of the final international break of 2020 and it's a straight run through the festive New Year period from here on out. The FPL Draft Hub podcast has already given you more than three hours of draft content this past week. And if you haven't listened to them already, allow your player to keep rolling after this one and feast your ears on some more big picture draft chat. As it's been such a busy week already, this one will be relatively short and sweet because I'm getting sick of the sound of my own voice. And whoever I discuss today will probably end up catching COVID in the meantime Anyway, so let's get into it. So for the main picks, I'm not going to mention any keepers in this episode. Most will be settled and we've only seen managers really flirt with the idea of dropping their number one so far. With Brighton and Everton, the only ones to give their men between the sticks a weekend off. Pickford is the only one I look at as a long term drop risk, but that chatter seems to have quietened down. On to some defensive options. I'm going to start with the Manchester City defence. Now, Walker and Laporte were rightly snapped up on draft day in the majority of leagues with ownership up in the high 90s. But Cancelo and Diaz have still escaped attention in a number of leagues with ownership around the 70% mark. Surprisingly, across eight team leagues, Diaz has an ownership of just 27%, which is impossibly low for a first choice City defender. And just a reminder that City are the dominant force when it comes to keeping clean sheets in the Premier League. Liverpool's defence are worshipped as demigods, but City got 17 to Liverpool's 15 clean sheets last year, with City always there or thereabouts in the clean sheet table if you look back over the past decade. There is a tricky matchup against Spurs at the weekend, but following that, they've got two lovely home games against Burnley and Fulham. Say no more. Next is the Aston Villa defence. Now, cash and target ownership range is around the 40% mark, but depending on your league size, is as low as 3%. But that will definitely be on the up this week. The fixtures are looking good for Villa in the coming weeks with their next uh, big six opponent only coming in game week 17. A sneaky waiver pickup on Friday morning could sort out one of your defensive slots all the way up to Christmas. And if I had to pick one of the two, I would just give the edge on target over cash, but either one would be a fine pickup. Sticking with Villa and into midfield now, I'm going to mention Ross Barkley again. You know, in the same vein as the defence, there should be plenty for the attacking players in those fixtures too. The only one that's likely to be a possibility on the waivers is Ross Barkley, but even his own ship gets into the high 80s as the leagues get bigger. McGinn is more likely to be free, and while not a bad option, he would be second choice for me behind Barkley. The final one to mention is Yuri Tielemans for Leicester, whose ownership is bouncing around in the mid-60s at the moment and will probably be on the rise again after scoring against England in the Nations League. Not to be undervalued is the fact he is the deputy penalty taker behind Vardy and we've already seen that come into play twice this season. His best ever season came as a teenager for Andalek where he scored 12 and assisted 8 and he's not really managed to get anywhere near those numbers since then but with a pretty certain spot in the team he's looking very comfortable and could be a decent fifth mid pickup 
On to some hidden gems then, and these are all players with less than 10% ownership across most leagues. And the first one to mention is Ogbonna for West Ham. He's owned in around 8% of 10-team leagues. And with games against Sheffield United and Aston Villa next, he's quite a nice pickup. Generally favourable run right up through January, and Ogbonna could be your only option of getting some West Ham defence this week. I'm sure the other defenders will have been mopped up over recent weeks, and he could at least provide you with some coverage if your matchups also have some West Ham defenders. Next are a couple of Everton defenders, Mason Holgate and John Joe Kenny. Ownership for these two is pretty much around the 0-1% mark, so they should be available for pretty much everyone out there. The gamble is they're not guaranteed to start, and there are a few moving pieces in that defence with Coleman out injured. Kenny is contending with Godfrey, who can be moved out there, while Holgate is in direct competition with Mina. Still, their next three fixtures are Fulham, Leeds and Burnley, and they could do a real good job for you over the next few weeks. They could even be ones to have in the back pocket as last-minute free agent options should any of your guys get struck down with COVID in the next few days. And bearing in mind, at the time of recording this, we do still have a full contingent of international games to play over Tuesday and Wednesday. If I had to choose between the two, Holgate would be uh, my pick over Kenny, but um, I think the two of them could easily get a, a short run in the team at least. Into midfield, and just a slither under the 10% mark, is Eze for Crystal Palace, coming off the back of a 13-point haul against Leeds with a goal, assist and all three bonus points. New signing from QPR who came in with a lot of rather measured hype, with Crystal Palace quietly confident they've managed to snag a natural heir to Zaha, who is perpetually on his way out. Caution must be advised here as it is his first production of the campaign, but he has had inconsistent minutes. He's somebody to pick up in larger leagues for sure, but for those in leagues with around eight teams or fewer, probably one just to keep an eye on for now. Rodrigo is the only forward option really worth mentioning. Uh, Up and down fixtures for Leeds over the next couple of months, but regardless of who they're against, you do fancy them to score. Doesn't look like we're going to see Rodrigo deployed up front anytime soon with Bamford continuing to impress, but he looks helpful in the attacking midfield. And let's face it, any of those surrounding players could find themselves on the end of the cross as they look to get about half the team in the opposition box at any opportunity. He's likely to be the only realistic option on the waivers if you're looking for a change up, but if you can help it, I would avoid. Into the get rid section then, and really just three midfielders here to mention. For those still hanging on to the likes of Deli Ali and Paul Pogba, really time to drop. Pogba, for example, ownership still up in the mid 80% mark. Another quote this week suggesting he's not entirely happy with life at Man United. Looks to be really fading out of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's plans and barring a change in management, probably not worth a place in your draft team. The only other one to mention, as always, is Meza Ozil, whose ownership continues to drop. We're down to around 16% in 10-team leagues, which is promising, but I'm aware that some novelty draft leagues out there have the aim to score as low as possible, so perhaps some of the pros in those leagues are still rightly hanging on. In terms of trade valuations today, I'm not going to do a sell high buy low list because I've spent enough time talking about trades this week, so check out the previous podcast if you haven't already. And if you are really struggling, then feel free to drop me a message and I'll tell you where I'm at on the value of your trade. 
So that's it for this episode. As I said, just a short one to get some waiver ideas out there ahead of the weekend. The waiver deadline this week is Friday morning. That's the 20th of November at 11 o'clock ahead of the early kickoff at half past 12 on Saturday lunchtime, which sees Chelsea travel to Newcastle. Do keep an eye on the pressers and team news as it rolls in. There are already a lot of players with international niggles and positive COVID swabs, so you may be able to take advantage if certain players are ruled out. I said it at the top of the episode, but I do highly recommend listening to the last couple of podcasts, which cover a lot of ground, both kind of match-length 90-minute pods. Um, And if you do enjoy these podcasts, please remember to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future ones. And follow on Twitter at FPL Draft Hub Pod. You can just click the link in the podcast description. And feel free to reach out on there. Happy for listeners to run waivers and trade conundrums by me. And I'm usually fairly quick to respond. Also be sure to check out fbldrafthub.com, which is now virtually at full functionality and completely free. Um, and once the site is 100% polished off, I'll get Taron back on the pod to run through some of the features. So best of luck ahead of game week nine. Get your waivers penciled in early as a lot will forget as their minds will be in international football mode. And as always, stay shook. Stay shook.